The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. and business leaders that are making so much more than profit in their enterprises. They're also giving back to the community, and so can you. Welcome to Be More, Achieve More, inspiration for the entrepreneurial mind with host Chris Cooper. If you are looking to make the most of yourself and your business, then you will want to stay tuned for the next hour. Here's your host, Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper of BeMoreCheapMore.com and CC1Consulting.com and delighted to be back with you for uh, yet another week and uh, delighted today to be talking about information products and how to create and market your own with uh, the UK's most prolific information product creator, Peter Thompson. And before we start talking to Peter, I just want to say um, a big thank you to my guest last week, Dr. David Hall. Uh, really enjoyed interviewing him about creative thinking. And uh, some of the distinctions he shared you know, about the difference between creativity and the importance of uh, innovation. He, he described innovation about, as being about putting those ideas into practice. I think uh, a really important reminder uh, to people. I often meet creative people with a great spark, but they don't always get their products to market. I also love some of his techniques like superheroes to get a, a different, more plainful mindset um, to see solutions from different angles. And some of his clients there imagining they were sort of Spider-Man and Batman and various things like that and getting into a different uh, persona uh, to really try and sort out their challenging issues. Now, about 10 years ago, I was um, coming towards the end of my corporate career. And um, I've been listening to a CD series called The Achiever's Edge um, by Peter Thompson. And I got really excited about those CDs. They used to arrive on my doormat each month uh, with a Nightingale Conant CD. And they inspired me to leave that business and to set up my first. And I can remember my journeys to, um, over to, from where I live in Leicestershire to Warwick uh, and uh, each day. And I would listen to Peter's interviews. I'd be hearing about some of his ideas, such as the magic matrix still sits in my mind. And I, I used to put those into practice. I'm not giving Peter all the credit, but we went from no work to a £2.5 million consultancy in three years uh, before I sold my share. But I do know that those CDs were instrumental in keeping me inspired and, and positive. And therefore, it's a great privilege today to be um, finding out from Peter about how to create our own information products. Peter Thompson is one of the UK's leading strategists on business and personal growth. He starting in 1972, he built three successful businesses and sold the last to a public company for £4.2 million, enabling him to retire at the tender age of 42. Uh, since then, Peter has concentrated on sharing his techniques, his methods for business and personal success via audio and video programs, books, seminars and conference speeches. With over 100 audio and 100 video programs written and recorded, he's Nightingale's Conant's leading UK author. Uh, today, Peter helps his clients write, create, and market their own information products. 
And uh, after so many years of listening to his CDs and and I guess probably being inspired to do things like this show um, uh, now, it's an absolute pleasure to, ch- to have the chance to talk to him in person. So a big welcome to Peter Thompson. Hi, Chris. How are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing really well, Peter. How about yourself? Yes, absolutely fabulous. And thank you for the opportunity to come and join you on this show. And lovely to hear about the success you've had with the consultancy business. And delighted that I might have played some minor part, however minor, in that success. So congratulations on that, I have to say. You're very welcome. Um, sorry, sorry, very welcome for me to say that. I'm just delighted to have you on the show and, uh, and to get the chance to talk with you. And I apologize if I'm just, I might slightly be a little bit in awe. I, I, I had a few... Um, I've had spoken to a few people lately who happened to hear me on the show, and they were a little bit in awe because they'd heard my voice so often. But obviously, Peter, I listened to your voice for years, so it's uh, <laughs> it's a bit surreal chatting with you today. I know the feeling. I've had exactly the same when I've, uh, I've interviewed people whose audio programs I've listened to over the years. And it is really strange. You've heard their voice coming out of your dashboard of your car, and then you actually get to speak to them on a one-to-one basis as well. So I, I totally understand, but, I mean, there's no need for any awe whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> so, Peter, why don't we start with you telling us about, about your background and how it led to you know, this real passion for informational products? Yeah, certainly, Chris. I started in business over 40 years ago. I'd, I'd worked in the bank, then I decided that self-employment was the way. And I went off and I became a private investigator, would you believe? Really? And I did, I did that for a couple of years, and then I set up my own business, Tracing Absconded Debtors. And I built that up to the point where we were being asked to trace 4,000 people a month. And that took me about eight years when I sold it to the staff and moved on. And I got into the bugging and debugging business and uh, appeared on TV and radio and all sorts of things with these strange things that I was doing in my life. And that led me to the early days of car telephones. And from that, I met a man who taught me about leasing, about, uh, about leasing products so that people didn't have to pay for them up front. And in those days, a phone in your car cost about £2,000, would you believe? Mm. But by the time you put it on lease, it was about a pound a day. So Mm. it was much easier selling a product at a pound a day than selling at £2,000. So I built up Compass Leasing, and I sold it, as you mentioned earlier, for a few million. And I retired. And then, unfortunately, the company that I sold to, to, which was a main board public company, uh, I'd taken a chunk of the money in shares, and its shares fell out the sky in the recession in the UK, and it cost me about £3 million. Wow. Which, well, these things happen in life. You get a choice about how you react to the things that happen in your life. You know, you can kneel down and cry, or you can stand up and do it again, and I decided the latter was probably the good idea. And so I sat down one day and I wrote a question to myself, which was, what did I love to do? And I love standing and speaking and I love sharing my ideas with people. And we'd had lots of failures and lots of successes. So I'd learned lots of ideas of things from different people. And I wondered about what I would do with my life. And I'd started probably three or four years before that listening to audio programs, the first one being Lead the Field by Earl Nightingale. Ah, uh, nice as well. Yeah, absolutely. Fabulous program. Mm. And uh, I was actually very proud later that Nightingale Conant asked me to revoice that program for the UK market, which they then used as their lead generating product. It was the first product they used to put out to a cold market. So I knew the program incredibly well. And I sat down and thought, well, what shall I do with my life? What shall I enjoy doing? What makes me really happy? 
And so I thought, well, I'll get into the information product business and the training business. And so that's what I started to do. And because I was doing lots of training, I realized that I was limited to only swapping my time for money, which I enjoyed doing. There's no doubt I thoroughly enjoyed doing it. But it was a limiting thing because there's really only so far you can go. You're going to run out of time before you probably earn the amount of money that you might want to earn in life. So I thought, well, how do I duplicate my efforts and how do I raise my credibility in the marketplace? And I thought, well, I need to be in the information product business. So I created a 30 cassette, as it was in those days, a 30 cassette informational product called Action is the Key. And I sent it to Nightingale Conant because they were the biggest in the world. And they said, yes, we like your voice. We like the idea, but we can't sell this. It's a bit salesy for us. But would you like to revoice lead the field? And I did. And as they say, the rest is history. So I absolutely love informational products. They've established me in my market. They've made me a lot of money over the years. They've given me what I call a business and a life of choice. So that's really why I'm so passionate about them, because I can be in the room when I'm not in the room. I can be on holiday and work from anywhere in the world. I mean, what a business to be in. And I end up changing other people's lives for the better and get paid incredibly well for doing so. Wonderful. And interesting that that three million pounds um, sort of loss as such that you articulated there, if, if that hadn't occurred, perhaps... You know, all the people that have benefited from your audio programs over the years wouldn't have seen that value. Well, it's strange, isn't it? My, my family at one stage in their history were very, very wealthy. They're a Scottish family. And the money, like any big family, sort of filters down over the years. And it filtered down to my great aunt, who I loved dearly and spent a lot of time with. And uh, she said to me one day, uh, Peter, all the family money, and Chris, we're talking serious money here, uh, would come to me. And then when she unfortunately died, and uh, she unfortunately died, and the will was uh, published, uh, I didn't get a penny. And so I've had a couple of occasions in my life <laughs> when uh, millions that seemed to be there suddenly weren't. And maybe it was a good job, too, because maybe I'd have been a different person. Yeah. Well, maybe you can, uh, you can look back on your life one day and, uh, and realize that. Was you, you're doing now, I guess, realize okay. that was a good thing. I, I, it was a good thing. Absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> and I think sometimes you know, if money is given to you on a plate, you, know, you can get complacent and you know, the, the desire actually to need a bit of money to do things is quite motivating. It is. I think it was Earl Nightingale on Lead the Field said, nobody can make money. That's down to the mint. It's the mint that makes the money. The rest of us have to earn it. You know, that's the way it is. Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 um, that Lead the Field, that was really, was, was that, you know, in terms of audio, that was the start, wasn't it? Didn't, didn't, they, didn't that, um, wasn't that hugely and surprisingly successful and it was out on the old sort of, um, disc or record, wasn't that when it was first? That's issued. right. Yeah, it was. It started with um, with Earl Nightingale and uh, Lloyd Conant. And Lloyd Conant was the businessman and a marketer, and Earl was the voice of Sky King, which was a radio show in America. Surprisingly and funnily enough, and they got together, and Earl recorded for his sales team because he was away one day and he used to give this normal motivational talk. And he, rec he was going fishing, so he recorded what he called the strangest secret. 
And The Strangest Secret, people loved it. And they kept coming back and saying, you know, where do we get hold of a recording of this? Can we get some more of this? And etc. And that was really, as I understand it, it may be apocryphal, but I, I think that that's where the Nightingale Conan Corporation sort of sprang from. And then they built themselves up on, with Dennis Waitley, who was one of their first authors. And they grew successful and so did Dennis. And of course, with Earl Nightingale doing loads of stuff as well. And his material is just amazing. It's, for me, it is the basis of so many personal development programs that we come across these days. It was the starting thing. And well, I think we've never lost The Strangest Secret, which and I'm sure you know, Chris, from listening to it, is you become what you think about all day long. Mm-hmm. And that is the secret to success. You become what you think about. So if you, if you think badly, you get bad results. If you think mediocrely, then you get mediocre results. And if you think well and good and excellent, then those are the results that you're going to get in your life. Uh, I, my version of that expression is this. What you say will be the way. Yeah, I like, I like that. Mm. I'm just, just, I was just writing that down. Good. Good idea. <laughs> you can listen to the recording later and write it down then. Absolutely, You're very right. Just by myself, I oh, must write that one down. I can always tell when the when I've had great interviews because by the notes I've written. Yes, I know what you mean. Often, so, oh, must must capture that. Um, so let's um, let's move on a little bit. I mean, why do you think it is essential that um, maybe consultants, coaches, trainers, people um, people have their own informational products? You know, I do think it's essential. I think it's an absolute must-do, must-have. If you think of it in this way, Chris, you can think that if we look at, say, politicians, they will write their book once they come out of being a politician. Uh, They've become famous, and they use that fame to leverage themselves into business and very often to be an author. With business people, when they become successful and recognized in the marketplace, they bring out a book. When you look at people in the sports arena, they tend to bring out a book whilst they're still doing what they do because that's the height of their fame. Mm. But the difference for smaller business owners, for people perhaps like me and you, people who are coaches, consultants, speakers, trainers, accountants, lawyers, people who are in the widest sense of the word, the helping industry. We have to create our informational product in order to become successful. We can't wait to do it. If you look at every top coach in the world, every top speaker, every top trainer, every top consultant, every single one of them, Chris, without fail, has a book or books. And many of them have audio programs and webinars and videos and all the rest of it. So that's one of the first reasons why. But Because I talk about this often, I actually have a list. So let me quickly go through the list of why I believe it is essential. I think it's essential to be able to get our authentic message out to more people than we could ever dream of reaching on a one-to-one basis. If we're going to do what we do with just a small group or one person at a time, we will never in a lifetime be able to positively impact as many people as I believe we could or should impact. And therefore, to get that authentic message out, we need to do that. Having an informational product is perfect for lead generation. You know, what better way than to share some of the ideas that we know, some of the stuff we've tried and tested and proven in the real world that actually produce results for people? What better way for lead generation than to give somebody some of that information, let them try it, prove that what we do is powerful, and then maybe they'll become a client for a long time after that. Also, the point we made earlier and the point that started me off is we can't just swap time for money. 
Uh, if we do that, we're suffering with what I believe is the key word in business we should be aware of, and the word is exposure. And if we're exposed to only being what's called a magic man business or a magic woman business or magic person business, where the business does not make money unless we are there, then that we are then exposed. So we have to be careful about the exposures in our business. So swapping time for money is an exposure. What happens if your partner or a, a member of your family is poorly and you have to look after them? Again, we're exposed. What about if you want to go on holiday? You can't do that if it's only swapping time for money. And so, of course, then the positive side of that is that you get pass passive income, which is great because you're getting paid when you're sleeping, which is just fantastic. You get market reputation. It goes up. You get increased fees. When you're an author, your fee rate, if you charge a fee, which most people do in some way, automatically goes up, Chris. And, of course, you also get to leave a legacy of what you are doing here where you're on this spinning blue thing in space. And who wouldn't want to leave a legacy of their ideas and their, their works and their methods and their techniques rather than some dark smudge where they were? As I mentioned, you get a business and a life of choice. You get worldwide reach with an informational product rather than having to travel around the world, which I used to do a lot of. I've, you know, I've done seminars in America. I've done seminars in Hong Kong to sort of stretch the two boundaries of that. You can get to do that on the internet as we're doing it now. You can do it on Skype and a webinar and a Google Hangout and all sorts of things. And of course, the other thing is, it's the best business card you've ever made is having an informational product, whether it's a report or a guide or a tips book or a book or a hardback or a, a DVD set or a, whatever it is. It's the best business card you've ever made. So when I say it's a must-have, you can understand from that list, Chris, it's a must-have. It's, uh, it's, you've just convinced me that it's absolutely critical. In fact, I was just having the conversation before we came on today and uh, trying to share some of the reasons why with somebody, why they should take the time out to, uh, and, and at, at the uh, opportunity cost of short-term fees to develop some product. Uh, and I shall be uh, referring them to to this interview <laughs> afterwards for that list. Well, it's so it's so true, isn't it? And I just is a must-have. I say to people, if you're seriously in business, then you have information to share, and you have an authentic message. And I sum it up for people like this, Chris, in three words: your words matter. And that's true. Your words matter. The stuff that you know that people don't know. And the, one of the biggest challenges, and I'm sure we'll talk about this, is people think that what they know is well known. In fact, it isn't. We think that what we know, other people know, but they don't. What we know is incredibly valuable. We've just got about sort of, a couple of minutes at the most now before we go to commercial break. And you started to touch on there some different ways to share your information. I mean, mm. what are the different ways? Wow, how long have we got? I could spend the next half an hour talking about that. Come after the break, back after the break. Okay. <laughs> I mean, to give you an idea, holding in my hand here, which I'm going to fiddle with so you can hear it, right? You can hear the paperwork, right? Holding in my hand, I've got two sheets of paper. On, on it, I have a list of 92 different ways of using the same information. <laughs> so this is, I mean, you've got just the choice here, haven't we? You know, you can, let me go through just a few before we go for the break then. You could create a CD program, and that's simple to do. Not only is it relatively easy, it's a very, it's a very simple process. It isn't always easy for some people, but it's definitely simple. You could have a DVD program, or they could be online, and it could be streaming. With a, you could have a download MP3 or MP4 or streaming video audio. You could have a PDF 
of your ideas. You could have a tips booklet or a book, a softback, a hardback, or you could take that same information and you could put it in a four-ring binder. Let me give you an example, Chris. If you wrote a tips booklet, and I've written many of them, I'll give you the title of one of my tips booklets. Mm. It's called 117 Ways to Get Almost Anyone to Do Almost Anything. Yeah? The book that's from that is The Secrets of Communication. The audio program that's from that is Conversation, The Power of Persuasion, and The Best-Kept Secrets of the World's Great Communicators. It's the same information expanded into each different version of it. And by the same token, I've run seminars on communication. Funny enough, I run seminars in, in communication in Hong Kong, uh, in English. And it's the same information. For the tips booklet, it will get about a fiver. For the book, between 10 and 20. For the audio program, 70 to 100. For a DVD version of the same thing, 500 pounds. For a seminar in it, 5,000 pounds. For a one-hour speech, 10,000 pounds. It just goes on and on and on and on. The content of a book put into a four-ring binder will change the price from 20 to 100. And yet it's the same information. And I think I have, I've touched there about nine of 92. Excellent. Well, we can, we can chat a little bit more about that after the commercial break. We shall be um, just gone for a couple of minutes, so do join us after the break because there's some, uh, some more magic to come out of this conversation with Peter. So we'll be back with you again in just a couple of minutes. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Would you like to work personally with the host of this show to help realize your potential? Chris Cooper supports business leaders and high potential individuals to achieve greater success in their businesses and careers. Support includes the opportunity to join a high return group mentoring and mastermind program called the Achiever Program. One-to-one mentoring and coaching facilitated leader development workshops and speeches. Email info at bemoreachievemore.com to arrange a free, no-obligation consultation to see how Chris and his team can help you. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you are listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with host Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper. I'm with Peter Thompson. We're talking about information products. And Peter, before the break, 
uh, you started to share, and you shared um, some examples of your list of 92 different ways to share your information. Uh, do you want to share uh, a couple more with us? I will indeed. And this is probably my uh, favorite one of all time, and that's creating an audio and paper-based newsletter. And I think when you get to the point of being able to do that, and again, Chris, I'll make the point, all of these things to do are simple. They're not always easy. They do take time. They do take effort. They do take focus and energy. And sometimes they take a little bit of money. And it's the same when it comes to marketing or any business. You get a choice. You can spend time and learn how to do something and do it, or you can spend money and get someone else to do it. But So it becomes a personal choice. So there's no excuse for anyone who's a coach, consultant, speaker, trainer, etc., not to have an informational product out there. There is no excuse at all, because all you've got to do is spend time or money. And one of the great ways of putting out your information is with a paid-for newsletter. I'm not talking about the abundance. I was going to say plethora, but I don't think it is. Uh, We'll call it the abundance of newsletters that are out there at the moment. People will still pay for quality information. If they didn't, none of the bookshops would be there. None of the information providers would be there. People are still very happy paying and paying well for good quality information. So most definitely a newsletter. And for me, that would always be on CD and it would always be physically delivered. It most definitely would not be online. That's, that's interesting. Mm. Mm, that uh, got me thinking there. Yep. Well, if you haven't got a newsletter, <laughs> you, you have got a newsletter. We're doing it now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. So, you know, there's there's so many different ways. You can have a pack of cards. Most people know 52 good ideas. Well, you can make a pack of cards and put one of your good ideas on each one. Yeah. And you could use that as a lead generator. Yes. That would be a fantastic physical lead generator for somebody to use. Or you you could have T-shirts made with some of your key messages on. You know, you you could make a tips booklet as a film. If you look at one of the most successful information products of the last few years, you would have to call it The Secret. And The Secret is a tips booklet on video. And not only is it only a tips booklet, I'm not decrying it, Chris, I think it's genius, by the way. Not only is it a tips booklet, it's the same tip. It's this a one-tip tips booklet. Yes. Just voiced by different people, yes. giving their take on the different tip. It basically says... You become what you think about. And it says it 30 different ways. That is very clever. And you could do a multicast video. And that's simple to do. And I know it's simple because I've actually done it. We have a product called Riches. Seven Secrets of Wealth You Were Never Told. And that's got 30 different people being interviewed, giving all sorts of different ideas, not the same idea, by the way. So, you know, there's there's 92 ways I could think of now. And I'm sure that if I put my mind to it, I could think of another 20 or 30 anyway. So um, hopefully that will inspire anyone to go, right, okay, I can do this. Of course, they've got to pick which one. Well, that's the question. How do, you, how do you pick which one? You pick which one that you know you can do. It's like most things in life. I think here's an expression that I got from a book, and I must credit it because it's such a great expression. And it wasn't written by the authors. The expression wasn't. The book was written by the authors. And the book is called Switch, How to Change When Change is Hard, by two brilliant professors called Chip and Dan Heath, they're American, and they brought out a book called Made to Stick. Then the Switch book 
both are brilliant. And then their third book is called Decisive, How to Make Better Decisions in Work and in Life. And in the switch book, they came and quote this expression, which is this. And I use this as my lodestone for life. Resistance is created through a lack of clarity. And I think that's the best expression I've heard in the last 10 years. I'll say it again. Resistance is created through a lack of clarity. So if there's one idea from a list of ideas that goes, yes, I can do it, and you've got clarity about how you can do it, then you won't have resistance to doing it. If you're looking at it and going, oh, I'm not sure how to do it, how will I record it, and how will I edit it, and how will I get it published or converted, or how will I get it duplicated and packaged, and etc. If you lack the clarity, you'll procrastinate. Once you have clarity on one of them, you get on and do it. But, you know, pretty simple. Thank you. You've also given me the clarity that I should read Switch because it's sitting behind me on my shelf and it's, not, it's one I've not... Um, oh, read it. It's a it's, it's fantastic book. It's one, it's one in my top, certainly in my top 50, and considering how many I've read, I, that's a, a real top list of books, that is. You know, if I said it was in the top 10, it wouldn't be because I could list other ones that I would say did it for me. But it's absolutely genius. I'd say to anybody, go buy it. I don't get paid. Go buy it. <laughs> Excellent. I shall uh, start it over the weekend. Lovely. Um, so how do you price them? Oh, wow. There's, well, let me give you the, the consultant's answer to that question because it's the truth. You never know, Chris, until you test the marketplace. And the market will always surprise you. And in order to understand the, the, the price that you're going to charge – You've got to know your outcome that you're looking for. People say to me, Peter, I've, I've written a book and uh, how much shall I sell it at? I'm thinking I'm going to make my fortune out of selling books. Now, there will be a few people in the world who will make a fortune out of selling books. You'll have a J.K. Rowling, who in a fictional sense will probably be one of the best-selling authors. But you'll have somebody in our industry, let's say, for example, Alan and Barbara Peace, who came out with their book, which was Why Men Don't Listen and Women Can't Read Maps, and the follow-up books to that, and they will have made quite a few million pounds out of those. So do you want massive market penetration, and therefore you're going to price it at a no-brainer price? Do you want to use it as a lead generator, in which case you're going to give away either the whole book or the first three chapters of the book because you're going to be making your money out of the back end, You've got to really be absolutely certain, Chris, with any informational product, where it sits in your marketing funnel and therefore what price you want to charge for it. Do you want to make a profit out of it? Do you want to break even out of it? Or are you happy at the point that you're measuring to actually make a loss? I've known informational product companies that make a loss on the initial product they put out into the marketplace in order to put people into their house list and therefore be able to repeat market various other informational products to them. So that pricing is very flexible. It's extremely elastic when we talk about price. And people get a bit wound up on what price it should be without establishing where it sits in the marketing funnel. So that's my best answer. But I could give you some guidelines, not rules, if you wanted me to. Mm. Uh, sorry, so would... So in terms of uh, guidelines... Okay, I mean, if I was going to do a six-CD audio product, I'd probably be selling it in the area of 50 to 200 pounds. Yeah. It would be in that area. If I was doing a 36-module DVD-CD workbook program with follow-up, 
uh, that would probably be three thousand mm. pounds. Yeah. If, if I was going to do um, the same information on a seminar, it, if it was an introductory seminar, it might be free. If it was an introductory seminar that was paid, it would be anything between fifty and two hundred pounds. If it was going to be a weekend seminar and that was the be all and end all, it could be up to five thousand pounds. If that was a lead generator into a mentoring program, it might be five hundred to two thousand pounds. Yes. It, it's. It, let me jump ahead to something I think we will talk about, but I think it's appropriate to bring it in now, Chris. Is, here's the expression. It depends where you draw the line. And for me, it depends where you draw the profit line. And one of the biggest mistakes people make, I see, in marketing, in the information marketing business, as well as business generally, so this applies to everybody, is they draw the profit line sometimes in the wrong place. And so, for example, they'll do a piece of direct mail and it costs £10,000 to make the numbers easy. And they bring in £7,000 worth of business and they go, oh, it doesn't work. They've drawn the line in the wrong place. They've drawn the line too soon. What business can we do with the people who spent the £7,000 that could turn the £7,000 into £70,000? Because if we draw the line later, then it was a massively profitable exercise. And it's the same when pricing our books, our audio programs, our DVDs, our online stuff. Depends where you draw the profit line. As somebody was saying to me, funny enough, only yesterday, about a promotion I'd done at an event I was running. And it was for a three-day event, and I'd slashed the price of it. And the guy asked me the question. He said, Peter, why so cheap? I said, it'll never be cheap from me. It may be a low-priced product, but it's certainly a high-value product. And the reason it's at that price not that cheapness, not the value. Why is somebody not paying for the value yet? It's because I'm drawing the profit line later down the calendar. Did that all make sense, Chris? It makes an awful lot of sense. And yeah. you know, I, I can relate that to this radio show because uh, if, I, if I'd been looking for return on investment in my first 18 months of doing this show, then um, I wouldn't have seen it. I would have seen a, a lot of cost going out. But actually in the... In the last year, I made a significant return on my investment from all the wonderful relationships I've made with people who kindly refer me for, for work and opportunities and connections, and I can trace a large part of my turnover now to this activity. Absolutely. Draw the profit line later in the calendar. Um, but but, if, but I probably, from a, if I was a corporate business, it may not have been paying back quick enough, so they may have you know, cut the... <laughs> Uh, not seeing the long-termness of it. Yeah, indeed. And, and, you know, sometimes people will say, well, you've got to have deep pockets to do that. You have, but as long as you, if you've got the action happening right and you're forever asking the question, you know, how do I improve my conversion rates at each point in the connection with somebody, then if you can get the conversion rates higher, then you can get that return faster. And you may be able to just wash the face of your marketing early and look for the profit later. Drawing the line too soon means you'll probably abandon things that could be profitable. Yes, yeah, <clears throat> I was looking at um, t talking to somebody about a newsletter by a gentleman called Alan Stevens, who you might know. In, yes, I do. In the PSA, and, and yes. Alan has been working away at his new weekly newsletter for ten years, mm. and it's a really good um, system for him. Yeah, uh, and he's and he's got a, an audio, but he's been sticking at it, and it's uh, it now works, but it takes time. It does take time. Well, I say with a paid-for newsletter, you know, we did the Achiever's Edge for about 13 years. We did about just over 3 million on it um, as an audio newsletter with a product that was selling at 10 pounds. You know, these things are more than doable. Again, I make the point, this is not get rich quick. Informational product marketing is not get rich quick. Yes, you can make a killing, and there's lots of people who can do that. So you can have that success 
because you put the time, effort, and energy into it. But you want to be thinking that really is it's a long-term thing, and again, to use my expression, that gives you a business and a life of choice. And I, I think that's what it's at. Mm. That's a, you know, the, the Achiever's Edge is a, is a great example of a, a continuity um, product. How did, how did it help you generate you know, additional kind of income and, and, and clients uh, and how do you recommend to people to create them in today's marketplace? Well, in today's marketplace, there is still the opportunity there for good quality newsletters that people will pay for. And the fact that it comes on audio makes all the difference. Because if you physically provide the audio, people go and put the CD in their car and they listen to it. If you provide it online, then people will download it or they'll listen online occasionally or they'll download it to the front screen of their computer with every intention, Chris, of listening to it. And then they won't get around to it and they'll end up noticing it on their credit card or bank statement and they'll cancel. So your retention rate will be incredibly low if you deliver continuity products online. Now, you can deliver other products online, but I don't like delivering continuity online. So putting together... An, an interview program, putting together a content program that contains your material is relatively simple again, because if you're looking at an audio newsletter that's, let's say, between 60 and 70 minutes, you could have an interview in there for about 20 minutes. You could have a book review of 10 minutes. You could have 30, 40 minutes of your material plus an intro and an outro, and you've cracked it. I mean, that's it. Yes. And then with some good marketing, Remember, what people are doing is they're signing up to stick with you. And so if you make the product good enough, they will stick. If the product isn't good enough or you make it difficult for them to access it or to create the habit of listening to it, they're going to cancel pretty quickly. So that's why I love newsletters. And people get used to your voice. And I would say that probably 60 to 70% of my major clients over the years were originally my newsletter subscribers who got used to my voice, used to my ideas, got to know me, like me, trust me, and buy from me. And what better way of getting close to people than being in their car with them for most of their journeys? Yeah, that's, uh, that's very true. And, mm. and, and these people, you can, you can be meeting people, I guess, for the first time, but they, they know you very well. They do, that's right, they do. They, it's like we talked about at the start of this, it's as, as if they've had... You know, as if you're on this pedestal somewhere because your voice was coming out of the dashboard. Mm. It's strange, but it's true, and it's how it works, isn't it? I think it's, it's so true. And once we get clarity on who we are in the marketplace so that we're really sure what we're doing, and there's four questions, Chris, I'd like to share with you that I think people need to answer before they start writing their informational products. Now, I know we're probably coming up to a, another commercial break. Do you want me to do these before or after? Um, if, if, it's a, if it's a quick list, I think we've probably just got time. Okay, here we are then. There's four questions. Who are you? You need to decide who you are when you're writing your informational products and recording it. So are you somebody who's had results or are you somebody who's done research or are you a reporter or who are you? Then the second question is who are they? Be clear who you're writing to because it's so much easier. The third question is who are you to them? In other words, what's your relationship with them? To my market, I always refer to myself as Uncle Peter. You know, your favorite uncle is going to stand no messing about, expects you to be the best you can be, and will take no excuses. Hmm. Yeah? And then the last question is, who are they to you? 
If you're certain of the relationship those people have with you, have they, have they never heard of you at one end of the spectrum? Or have they know you, like you, trust you, they've bought from you before? Where are they? I mean, Rick Sheffron did some fantastic work on this, and I really credit him for taking my mind down that route as well. But once you get those four questions answered, who are you, who are they, who are you to them, and who are they to you, you have clarity. And as we both know, Chris, resistance is created through a lack of clarity. Wonderful way to move into the uh, next commercial break. So after the break, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about some of the, the common mistakes that you can make uh, when doing this and, and how best to generate leads from information products. So we'll be back again with you in just a couple of minutes. From the boardroom to you. Voice America Business Network. Would you like to work personally with the host of this show to help realize your potential? Chris Cooper supports business leaders and high potential individuals to achieve greater success in their businesses and careers. Support includes the opportunity to join a high return group mentoring and mastermind program called the Achiever Program. One-to-one mentoring and coaching, facilitated leader development workshops and speeches. Email info at bemoreachievemore.com to arrange a free, no-obligation consultation to see how Chris and his team can help you. Do you, like most Americans, spend the majority of your life at work? Are you making it the joy that it deserves to be, or are you feeling drained and unfocused? Tune in to A Great Place to Work with hosts Kurt Kaufman and Dr. Kathy Sorensen. Your hosts have more than 30 years of experience in workplace consulting and are ready to bring you the secrets and success stories of businesses who are making their business a great place to work. Listen every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel and enjoy a better workplace and a better life. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You are tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with host Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper with Peter Thompson. And Peter, you said something before the break that I want to ask you a question about. And you, know, you, you talked about um, it's important that you create a business and a life of choice. Do you want to just share a little bit more about it and how you did it? Yes, indeed. Well, I think I've got to the point where I was realizing that it's very easy, if you're fairly driven, to be working all the time. And that's the beauty about being in the information product business is the fact that you can work when you want to work. So you can get up at three o'clock in the morning and you can write and record and you can be sitting there in your pajamas or your underpants or nothing at all if you want to. 
Uh, and you can be doing it anywhere in the world. As long as you've got your internet connection, you've got your, your Mac or your PC, laptop, or whatever it is that you work on, you can create an informational product so quickly and easy because you can write the script for it, you can write keywords for it, you can record it, you can do that. And so it really does give you this thing about choice. And once you get effective at marketing your information, then you can generate the level of income that you want as well. And you can decide. Chris, I'll give you an idea. There was a guy who was on one of my seminars. I'm just in the run of three seminars at the moment. And so on Tuesday, I was on a seminar in Manchester about the topic we're talking about. And a guy turned up who'd been in one of my mentoring programs and told the audience that in the last two years, he's added £250,000 to his income by producing a book, a CD and a DVD, sales of that and the additional income that he gets on the back of it as well by people learning who he is and engaging him to do the work that he does. Now, that has given him more choice because he made the choice to not make any more money because he was already making good money. He decided to spend less time working. So he's now making as much as he always did but he's now working far, far less because he had a business and a life of choice. So that's exactly what I mean by that. And what I mean is you can do it anywhere, you can do it anytime, and you can think of what are the choices you want. How much time do you want to spend in your business? Who do you want to spend it with? How much money do you want to make? Where do you want to work? Where do you want to travel in the world? All of these things become a choice that you can exercise and you can say, yes, that's the way I'm going to do it. I would suggest to anyone to do that, to create for themselves a very simple, I'm not talking complex here, a simple five-year plan to take the next year, the next 12 months, and plug in the holidays first of exactly where you want to go before you plug the work around it. And then use this little four-stage process that I use for most areas of my life, and it's this. It's goal, plan, action, feedback. So if you can imagine on a piece of paper running down the page, we've got the paper portrait, and there's a box at the top of the page, just down from the top, and it says goal. And underneath that, with a gap, there's another box that says plan. Underneath that, with a gap, there's another box that says action. And underneath that, with a gap, there's another box that says feedback. And then there's a line from the feedback all the way up to the goal at the top. So it's a feedback loop. So you set a goal. You create a simple plan to achieve the goal. You take action to achieve the goal, and you measure the feedback. Now, the feedback will tell you if you're on track for the goal. And if the feedback says you're on track for the goal, keep taking the action. If the, if the feedback says you're not on track for the goal, have a look at the goal. Make sure it's the one you want. If it is, check the plan. If the plan is still valid, check the action you're taking because obviously the action is the wrong action because mm. there's got to be a mistake somewhere in there. That's all you need in your life to run your life totally. Goal, plan, action, feedback. Now, the feedback has two faces. It has internal and external feedback. And the internal feedback is how you feel about it, Chris. And the external feedback is what's happening, the money you make, the applause you get, et cetera, et cetera. It's the outside stuff. But for me, you've got to feel good about it as well. The goal of life is to be happy. Do you, Chris, did you ever hear about that thing that John Lennon said? Do you know about this? What about was that? It's, it's just brilliant. I wish I'd said it. John Lennon said, when he was about five years old, his mother told him the purpose of life was to be happy. When he was at school, they gave them an exercise, an assignment, and the question was, what do you want to be when you grow up? He wrote one word in the, on the paper and handed it back in, and the word was happy. He went on to say, they told me I didn't understand the assignment. I replied, you don't understand life. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that fantastic? Yeah. 
Isn't that fantastic? Because the goal is to be happy, is to have a business and a life of choice. And the way you get that is to share your ideas so that you can be sunning yourself on a beach, playing golf, running around wherever you want to be running around, going to the places of the world, spending time with the people you love while the money still comes in the door. That's a business and a life of choice. Come on, guys. Let's do it. Wow. So let's, let's come um, from that um, a great piece of inspiration there. Let's, um, let, let's uh, have a look at maybe some of the mistakes people make when it comes to information products. What, what do they do wrong? Right. Okay. The first thing they do is they don't do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> they keep talking about that they're going to do it, uh, but they never get around to doing it. So they keep procrastinating. And yet, if you sat down with a simple focus question, Chris, and said, what information do I know that I could share with other people? And you kept on writing, kept on writing, and you came back to that another day. And for, you did that for a few days running. You know, it's the old Nightingale thing, isn't it? What are the 20 ways I can do whatever it is? Or find 20 answers to a focus question. So if you wrote a focus question and said, what are the possible ways the possible ideas, the possible methods, the possible techniques I can share with other people. And you force yourself to write 20 answers. And then you did another 20 answers, and you did another 20 over a few days or a week or so. You would know that you could do it. You could see the stuff you could do. Then the mistake would be not doing it. The second mistake that people make is they believe they're not worthy. And as I mentioned earlier, the stuff that we know that we take for granted it's stuff that other people don't know. I'll give you an example so they make it crystal clear. There's a lady in America called Paulette Ensign, and she's the tips booklet queen, and she's brilliant at it and a lovely person as well. And she showed me a tips booklet about 15 years ago. One of the tips in it was use a do list because her stuff is about personal effectiveness. And I said to her, Paulette, you can't put use a do list in a tips booklet. Everybody knows it. And she said, you'd think so, Peter. And I've asked the question across the world, Chris, and it was this. I'd say to people, right, who knows about a do list? And the people put their hand up in the audience. They say, great. Okay, who uses a do list? And some of the hands go down. Say, right, who prioritizes the do list before they start? And more of the hands go down. I then say, who double prioritizes the do list by always prioritizing before taking the next action? And most of the hands go down. You could write a book on do lists let alone a tip on do lists. Mm. The stuff that you and I take for granted, Chris, the stuff that your listeners take for granted, most people don't know it. Don't, don't devalue the information you have. Don't think you're not worthy to share it because you absolutely are. So that's a big mistake. Another one was obviously drawing the lines in the wrong place we've mentioned and undercharging for information. People don't believe cheap information. They believe free information and expensive information, but not the stuff in between. You believe your brother-in-law over a pint at the pub. You believe your sister-in-law over dinner with a glass of wine. Maybe she's had three glasses of wine, but you don't believe cheap stuff. So if you undercharge for it, this is what happens. I was taught this by Roy H. Williams, the Wizard of Ads. If you undercharge, you end up attracting the transactional customer who wants to negotiate on everything and is their own expert, instead of the relational customer who is probably the person you want to be talking to. Don't undercharge. Another mistake is not providing information in a variety of different ways. So I mentioned earlier my accelerated business growth system. It's a 36-module program, and there's a DVD for every module, there's a CD for every module, and there's a workbook for every module. Now, is that triplicated information? Yes, it is, 
There's more information in the workbook than there is on the DVDs, of course. But people like to learn in different ways. Some people like to watch something on their computer and then have the CD in their car. Some people like to watch and listen and make notes in a workbook. But you do yourself a disservice by only providing it in one way. And the final one, Chris, and I could talk about this for forever, is not testing. We have to test the product. We have to test the headline. We have to test the, the name of the product. Have you heard of E. Haldeman Julius, Chris? No, I haven't, no. E. Haldeman Julius uh, produced a report called My First 100 Million Books. And he sold many hundreds of millions of books many, many years ago. And they were five-cent books. And they were sold in the paper with adverts. And what he did was he tested the title of those books to find the title work. Oh, yes. yes. Because title is what it's all about. Yes. Yes. Is that that's, um, famous um, book, uh, was, I think it was only um, published a year or two ago, which was about um, what men know about women, and it was blank inside. Uh, yes. There's, when in fact, the original one was, it was by Cindy Cashman. Mm-hmm. And it was everything men know about women. I've got a picture of the computer. Yeah. And there's another one that came out in the UK, which was everything men think about other than sex. <laughs> Both of those books were blank. And sold a lot. And sold a lot. It's all about the title. Mm. We've only got a, just a couple of minutes before I need to wrap up, really. Um, <clears throat> very quickly, any tips on generating leads from information products? Yes. I have a landing page. And on your landing page, which wants to be a page off your main site, not a separate page, then offer a free informational product and give it an away-motivated title. I have proved over 40 years in business that away-motivated selling works better than towards-motivated selling. Yeah. It works better for subject lines. I find it works better for headlines personally, but you'd have to test it for yourself. But it certainly works well for your freemium or golden carrot or free product that you're going to give out. So use an away-motivated title and make sure that you have the sign-up box above the fold. Or in other words, somebody hasn't got to scroll down in order to be able to find your free informational product. And ask them for the necessary information to get that, and that can be building your list. And if you've got a series of autoresponders or other interventions like phone calls, etc., that is a great way to build your business. Excellent. Well, <clears throat> I'd just like to finish, really, by... Um, and if you can do this in a minute, it would be amazing. But you know, what key messages would you like to leave us with today? I can summarize that in one short expression, Chris, and it's this. Your words matter. Get them out there. Change people's lives for the better, and you will be rightfully and justly rewarded for the positive difference that you make. And it's about time you did it. And I'm not just talking to you, Chris, because you do it already, but I'm talking to your listeners. It's about time you did it. The world has been waiting for you. Come on, stand up. Let's go. Fantastic. Well, your word today, I'm sure, will make a difference to a lot of people who are wanting to create information products or just looking for inspiration. Um, thanks um, so much for everything you do, Peter. Delighted, Chris. Uh, and uh, to find out more uh, information about Peter and for some free advice from the UK's most prolific information product creator, go to www.peterthompson.com. That's um, Thompson without a P, so T-H-O-M-S-O-N. And um, with regards to uh, next week's show, um, don't miss the show next week. Um, we have um, the president of the charity Born Free, Will Travers OBE. 
um, the son of Will Travers and Virginia McKenna, uh, the uh, Born Free Actors, and he'll be sharing with us his advice on business, life, and conservation. Once again, uh, Peter Thompson, been wonderful having you on the show today. Thank you, Chris. It's been wonderful being here. Thank you, and uh, I wish you all well. Have a great week. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Thank you for listening to Be More, Achieve More. Please join your host, Chris Cooper, again next Friday at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, typically 4 p.m. London on the Voice America Business Channel. Enjoy your week. Enjoy your week.